Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, it is evening. Mm-hmm. We tried a I was gonna late say, afternoon was pool. Was it night after dark? Ooh. Magical theory after dark? Maybe later, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> it's hard, hard to tell. Yeah. I think we were both uh, just emotionally rocked by your failure to get enough wild boar portraits yesterday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was on the hunt of the century. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably by the time this airs, you'll already have it. It'll be a whole nother week. Hopefully. I don't know. I have we'll zero runestones right now. We'll see. Yeah, That's we'll have to go to that challenge. nest a couple times. Mm-hmm. How are other things going? It's Sunday. Sunday's it is so Sunday. Good. Yeah. I'm less um, dreading Monday as I was last Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah? Why? I don't know. I'm oh, just, good. I don't know. Just, yeah, settling Another in, week. I think. <laughs> the semester, like, once you get into October, it, so, it starts to really get into a, just a rhythm. Oh, know? also, it's my birthday week. Oh, that too. Yeah, we have our Wednesday uh, special birthday dinner, possible I lasagna sighting. lasagna. We shall see. I am Garfield. I love lasagna. <laughs> Give me all the lasagna. Hate Mondays, want, want yes. lasagna. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Odie. <laughs> I should have worn my cat ears for this episode. I am Garfield. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Next episode. Mm-hmm. Anything else going on? I don't know. I squeezed a bunch of lemons today. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so many lemons. Did. We had a good day. We had a good Sunday. Yeah. It's like the prototypical awesome Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like woke up somewhat late. It was like 930 when I started breakfast. Now that SNL is back. Watched watch SNL, SNL in bed. Yeah. On Sunday mornings. Yeah. I know. We got that and The Voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Brilliant Event starts this weekend. Yes. Or week, excuse this me. This week. Yeah. On Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Haven't had one for... Well, a wow. month. <laughs> wow, yeah. Right? Well, wasn't last month there wasn't one, right? No, we had a brilliant event that over. Oh, wait. That overlapped with Woof, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We did. That's but right. it, yeah, so like so it was early so much. September. Yeah, 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 okay. But cool, yeah. Okay. Juan's ready? I am ready. Oh. <laughs> Pulling it out from behind. You were already ready. I am ready. <laughs> okay, everyone. So let's turn to page 131, The Potions Master. Dun, dun, dun. Today's lesson is called The Hidden Curriculum. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to suggest that as a phrase because we have... But that's why I used it. Because okay, we could fine. talk about that. That's fine. Yeah. You didn't want to overlap yeah, with yeah. things other Hit people Hit me use. with it. No, yeah. <laughs> no, well, let's do the synopsis first yeah. and then we can. Mm-hmm. The chapter starts with Harry's first week of school at Hogwarts. Although Harry is trying to simply survive his studies, he finds that he is often a subject of attention himself. Navigating the castle, his professors, and his classmates fully occupies him. Potions with Professor Snape and the Slytherins is particularly trying for Harry, who can't help but feel that there is something more behind Snape's picking on him. During a visit with Hagrid, Harry's suspicions about Snape are stoked when he seems to avoid discussing Snape, but those suspicions are quickly overshadowed by Hagrid's reluctance to discuss a break-in at Gringotts on the very same day that he and Hagrid had gone. Yeah. Mysteries. It's an exciting chapter. It's a it's a straightforward chapter. It's an important chapter. Mm-hmm. Somewhat exp- expositional. Mm-hmm. But I do think like the for the first week of classes there's very little talk about magic. I mean there's some, 
But each class gets maybe a paragraph, except for potions, Mm -hmm. which gets a little bit more. But the only reason it gets more, I mean, very little. uh, Okay, the Neville Seamus like potion mix up Mm -hmm. uh, is, is a chunk. But for the most part, it's this whole setup of Snape sort of picking on Harry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, the hidden curriculum. What, what what do you know about the hidden curriculum? So there's stuff that we say we teach in school <laughs> that's like explicit. Mm-hmm. And then there's stuff that we learn from school that is not explicit, but it's still learned anyway. Right. And... Um, Could argue it makes up a vast majority of the schooling experience. Yeah. Basically, like when you go to school... It's not all about like, oh, I learned this skill today or this idea today. It's like, oh my gosh, guess what happened at school today and who did this and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's learning about people, Mm -hmm. right? So the hidden curriculum, I I guess it has probably specific terms in people's papers and stuff, but I've always thought of it that same way Mm -hmm. about the interpersonal stuff, the sort of... All of these things that we learn about power dynamics between teachers and students, I mean, that is right out front in this chapter. Watching each teacher sort of interact with students differently and how that changes the classroom space, Mm -hmm. the students themselves interacting, the space, the castle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And none of that is on their list of courses. Right. 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 Peeves (laughs) harassing people in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of my, I didn't know how to phrase it, but. One of my suggestions was something about indoctrination into the wizarding world because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of, you have like all these first years. um, I wrote in my notes, why is navigating Hogwarts so complicated? Mm -hmm. Like you have 142 staircases that like don't, aren't consistent. You have ghosts that are popping up. Why are there ghosts at Hogwarts? (laughs) You know, there's like all this stuff. Including one of the teachers. (laughs) Including one of the teachers. It makes me feel like it's intentionally meant to be this thing that's like, oh, now you're being initiated or you're being like part of people go through this and like we're not going to explain things to you. Well, I think that's that's an important part possibly of the hidden curriculum is that there is some intentionality even behind hiding it. Yeah. Right. Especially the power dynamics in, in our lives. Or like you go to school and you learn certain things about being subservient and raising your hand mm-hmm. and only speaking when you know you're allowed and yep. you can't even go to the bathroom, Amazon workers, you know <laughs> yeah. that type of stuff that follows you into it, it sets you up as a kid when you're more rebellious maybe or sort of questioning like you don't even necessarily have a disposition towards what you should or shouldn't be doing, but then school really hammers it every day. Yep. How you're supposed to act. You're supposed to sit up. You have to have your stuff. Yeah. You know. Well, I've also like, of course, Filch and Mrs. Norris, every school has patrollers and rule enforcers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why do you need someone patrolling the grounds? Like, I guess like on the one hand safety, but the way that they're talked about is very much like, uh, if you have a toe out of line, then like you're gonna get some sort of consequence. It takes me back to the earlier chapter with the smelt Dudley smelting stick and this idea of like that, like trying to hit Harry and like hide it was Mm -hmm. like something that would prepare, you know, Dudley for the real world. And it's totally, totally true. Mm -hmm. And that's what fascinated me here. I mean, for, for every, teacher you know flitwick flitwick is the most confusing one to me the way he's portrayed early on he's like kind of bumbly like he fall he like falls when he like squeaks and falls yeah there's nothing about Harry. flitwick i yeah. i put it like okay so there are 
um, we have our seven subjects that are for first years. Right. And so in this chapter, we start hearing about, so we literally get like a sentence about astronomy. They're studying the night skies, Wednesdays at midnight, uh, looking at stars, movement of planets, herbology, history of magic. So we hit, get like a little bit of like, okay, herbology is in the greenhouses outside. We study plants. History of magic taught by a ghost, also the <laughs> most boring, according <laughs> to Harry. Um, charms, I wrote a question mark because... There's nothing in there that says what charms is or what you do. It's literally Flitwick taking role. You're told that he's like a tiny little wizard and then he gets to Harry's name and he geeks out about it. That's all that you learn about charms class that first time. Transfiguration. We have McGee back again. McGee. Being super intense, complex and most complex and dangerous magic. And defense against the dark arts. I just read that Quirrell's obviously a fraud, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) we don't really get much into it other than they're like, oh, we were excited about it, but it was kind of a joke. And then Potions gets the spotlight for being a subtle science. You have to wonder how some of these teachers got their job, given their first impressions Mm -hmm. here, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're pretty interesting. Yeah. But I do think, like, it's history of magic is one that sticks out to me in particular. It always has. Like, it is the one where I believe the teacher is the most influential in sort of breaking Harry's spirit right away. If I were Harry, obviously people are different. I know nothing about the wizarding world. Mm -hmm. I would be, I would take history of magic so seriously, except if I had a ghost droning teacher and I was 11 years old, I would fall asleep. Yeah, he's just just talking at you. It's so frustrating. doesn't seem to get things it gets things mixed up that is the and... ultimate tenure i was also thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> when is he gonna leave his job he's a ghost i have lots of thoughts about professions hit me, hit and... <laughs> well okay so first backing up a little bit um so a quote that stood out to me earlier on in the chapter was there is a lot more to magic as harry quickly found out than waving your wand and saying a few funny words so it made me think about like okay so i have taught math. We have both taught math for a while. And mm-hmm. sometimes we choose not to disclose that to people because then it's, it's, we've thought about math education for a while. And sometimes it's just, I don't know. More than anyone really it's, should. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason why we should think about math education this much, but we have because we have PhDs in it. But, um, I don't know, like the conversations with people who don't think about something super deeply for a long time, it's the same conversation. And mm-hmm. it's not It's not that it's bad. It's just that you haven't spent the time to think about the nuances of the solutions you offer or the ways that you frame problems or whatever. And so it made me think about like the ways that lots of us, including myself and you, like have might have simplistic perceptions about how things work or, you mm-hmm. know, um, until we actually try to learn those right, things or right. we, we actually work with those ideas. Um, and so luckily for Harry, I mean, having so much anxiety about being this, you know, famous boy who's supposed <laughs> to be great, <laughs> not knowing anything. Luckily for him, there's much more to learning magic than coming from a magical family or, you know, um, I don't know. So it like alleviates his anxiety just a little bit, but it makes it interesting because then I went on this whole trajectory in my thoughts of like, OK, well, then. 
who is qualified to teach magic? Like, it doesn't seem, it seems like on the one hand to be a user of magic, this goes back to like foundational, like learning theory, just because you can do something doesn't mean you know how to teach or I guess like learning and teaching doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you know how to teach someone else to do that thing. Right. Um, And so that's why teaching as a profession or professional practice, people study that. Um, But of course you're dealing with people. So it's very complicated to talk about or even try to articulate like these are aspects of what, it means to teach someone because and especially with different technologies and tools like it just everything is so complicated so that's basically my job is like teaching future teachers that teaching is complicated (laughs) it's very difficult and there's all sorts of things that go along with it but then i was going on of like okay well you have other professions like okay these hogwarts professors mcgonagall for example has had her job forever like all these people have had their jobs forever Like, there's not really a turnover of, like, new teachers. You have a ghost at Hogwarts who is a a living witch or wizard could probably have a job, but instead there's a Mm -hmm. ghost? Like, Mm -hmm. what is, is, I don't know. I went down this path where I was like, what is the unemployment rate in the wizarding (laughs) world? Or is it that people just, like, work very mundane jobs? Like, I, I mean, then I went on Pottermore, which is now Wizarding World, and so, like, not everyone's an or, right? Not everyone's a magizoologist. There's these very specialized skill set type professions, but it doesn't, I don't think that most people have those jobs. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a lot left to be desired mm-hmm. in terms of what's going on here in these classes with these teachers. And obviously, it's told from Harry's perspective for the most part, but I don't know. I mean, I also find it really fascinating. It's always kind of bothered me. It's not clear that any of these classes actually study, like, why there is magic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very practice-oriented thing. History of magic seems to magical just talk theory. about... <laughs> yeah, what I'm actually thinking, I don't know if I know what class that book is for. It's magical theory. It's its own sure. class? Yeah. Oh, it's not until later on. And oh, I think okay, that it's an okay. elective. So Okay. That must be it. But I I'm not sure that we know much about what magical theory entails. Like we know the book, the author right. has the the laws of the fundamental laws of magic. Right. But we don't know if there if the class itself is like this philosophical bent, if it's like actually trying or like seeing what or like more of a historical context of like this is what people have tried to study and i don't know if i was professor bins day one new students at hogwarts i would start with the great rumors or theories on like the first witches and wizards what what happened where did they come from how did they get magic Mm -hmm. why is there a split between people with magic and people who can't use magic. Mm-hmm. Is there actually that split? Is it some, you know, but it seems like, I mean, we don't get any details, but it seems like he was probably just like, oh, okay, the first unit is uh, troll wars, you know, that type of thing. Like yeah. we're going to start talking about trolls, mm-hmm. names and dates, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, but it, you know, again, I mean, it, it's, she, I think JK Rowling is very uh, intentional in saying, in this chapter that like the classes themselves are not the focus of these books. They are books about people Mm -hmm. and the background is that they're 
magical people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it leaves me, it, it, so in some sense, it's like, it's kind of fun because then we get to sort of theorize about like, well, what could these classes actually be or something else, you yep. know, going on. But I don't know. I always wondered about that. It seems like something Dumbledore would look into, right? Like, where where did magic come from? Like, where is its source, or what is its source? It makes me think about. <laughs> it makes me Department think about um, knowledge and access, and so like, if your job as a magical school is is to educate the masses, like, I don't know, is it that you're not that people? I'm not accusing. I'm not accusing Hogwarts professors of withholding those sorts of conversations from everyone, but it doesn't seem like it. Just like in our society, it doesn't seem like it's part of the foundation of mm-hmm. schooling. Like, mm-hmm. uh, So I guess it's going back to the, are we really that different? Are magical folk and muggles really that different? No, at least the way right. we structure things doesn't seem like it. I have to wonder, like, when was the, when was the last class, new class added to Hogwarts, right? Like, what kind of innovation happens in the curriculum? Mm-hmm. It seems like my gut is that this list of classes is the same list of classes that Harry's grandparents would have taken, you know. Mm-hmm. History, magic, potions, charms, transfiguration, dark arts. Defense against the dark arts. Defense against <laughs> Which I was thinking about the other day because it's like, you don't study the dark arts, you study defense against the dark arts, mm-hmm. but like there's still that space in between of like, okay, why are there dark arts to begin with? Like, what is it that is, I mean, unless the idea is like, oh, you should just figure that out your own, like stance on it on your own, <laughs> like whether there are witches and wizards that are inherently bad or if they're, you know, like stuff like that where it's... Um, or spells that are... Yeah. I mean, I think like, we get to the that... unforgivable spells. I'm not sure when that actually that discussion actually happens. It might not be for a couple of books right. now. Yeah, but... I don't think we get. But yeah, just the existence of such spells, you know, having legal intersections with just spells in general, mm-hmm. you know. Are are spells good or bad? You know, Okay, just because it inflicts damage or has a certain property, intention seems to matter. Mm-hmm. And that seems like a discussion as well for Defense Against the Dark Arts or Dark Arts, right? Any sort of study of that. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that it's called Defense Against the Dark Arts as opposed to just like defensive spells or something like that, you know, like mm-hmm. specifically labels Dark Arts as something mm-hmm. to be defended against. Or studied. Yeah. Maybe you can, right. you know, yeah, you right. can, you right. can study Dark Arts or calling it an art. Mm-hmm. Dark science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a relatively short chapter. It leaves it us is. with some things to think about. What did you? What about the Hagrid scene? Well, we get Snape. We Snape-a-roo. get all, all loads of. Yeah. Well, I keep saying Alan Rickman in my head because that's my picture of Snape. True. But, uh, yeah. All I wrote was potions class. Dear God, <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh my goodness! There, that that dynamic. Well, it's like probably the most dialogue that we see with Harry um, and an adult teacher. I mean, yeah. we get a little bit with McGonagall when they first get to Hogwarts, but um, it is like you are painting the picture of Snape with these words, and he's like, 
fame clearly is in everything and it's like yeah obviously but also like harry doesn't even know that he's famous like harry's on the one hand snape is accusing him of like whatever and just being mean to him for being famous while harry is like annoyed because everyone treats him like he's famous and he's like dude i'm just trying to find where this class is like the staircase keeps moving there's a gap i'm gonna trip and fall like it's just like Mm -hmm. so silly because He's just a regular little 11 year old boy that's trying to like now be in this space and everyone is still like being such a weirdo around him. Yeah. Snape is the pivot for me of the good place story Mm. where like Snape will have to follow his story through the podcast. So I I don't want to make a claim now. We'll (laughs) see what happens. But I think. He's so, so mean to Harry. Yeah. It is so cruel. He it's is. It's ridiculous. This is just a child, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I know, I remember reading the books and just thinking to myself, I don't think Snape can be redeemed. Like, I don't, even before I knew his, how his story ended, mm-hmm. like, I don't care what it winds up being. Like, this is not excusable behavior, mm-hmm. you know? It doesn't matter that, it doesn't matter what his story might wind up being. Like, we still have to criticize him for the way that he treats Harry. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's brutal. And it's, it's well, everyone knows. So, like, Ron tells Harry that Snape favors Slytherin yeah. students. And um, it's like, it seems to be common knowledge, you know, well known. Yeah, but it's this like, okay, okay, Ron. Yeah, but he didn't do that to you. He did it to Harry, you know. Right, also... no, but I'm saying like even coming in before meeting Snape, there's this like, he has a reputation. Yeah. Um, and then there's like this weird house thing because they're like, oh, I wish McGonagall favored us. And it's like, oh, dear, like this is not important. Like, <laughs> it, Yeah, the house dynamic is, is so interesting. It's fascinating, like, Her choice, J.K. Rowling, to put the Slytherins with the Gryffindors in Snape's classroom, mm. as opposed to like one of the other two houses paired with the Gryffindors, it just makes it it just makes it so crystal clear what's happening here. But, well, even that though, it still is too exaggerated. It's it's not as it's not a favoritism. I mean, right away, like because and she she doesn't hide it. In this chapter, Harry himself internal monologues about how, like, now that there's something else going on, right? Mm-hmm. When he, it, Hagrid blows him off, Ron blows him off. No, no, that was there's something wrong here. Yeah, yeah. Another, he you know, Harry is Snape's, perceptive. Describes Snape's eyes. Yeah, black uh, <laughs> tunnels that <laughs> lead to nowhere or something. To, yeah, like, like black oh like Hagrid's, gosh. but without any warmth. Oh man. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. It's a, like, uh, it's a Harry, Harry stares into yeah. your soul and it's sees exactly who you are. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But we're, we are ripping through the book. I think we're just about halfway. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a shorter book. Mm-hmm. And there's so much setup that, like, also it's the first week of class, but it's halfway through the book, you know? Yeah. What about the Hagrid scene? Anything to Hagrid. say there? Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. Every I feel like every time that we interact with Hagrid, like during this first part of the book, something happens and it's just like 
how, how, what more could possibly happen now mm. with Hagrid? Um, so we learn about Gringotts, mm-hmm. the break-in. Uh, well, first, Harry's talking about Snape, and Hagrid's like, oh, oh why would Charlie, he... dragons, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, why redirects. would he hate you? And Harry's like, I don't know. It's really interesting because even then, Harry's like, oh, he couldn't help but wonder if like Hagrid was avoiding eye contact. Like, Harry yeah. is so perceptive. He would probably be a very good or one day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, um, it's, but it's interesting because like, yeah, I don't know. Hagrid has a lot of interesting uh, possibilities for Harry to explore. So my favorite quote that I wrote down was at the end of the chapter. Um, Harry thought that none of the lessons he'd had so far had given him as much to think about as tea with Hagrid. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny with the way that we use tea colloquially <laughs> now. But um, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's interesting because it does go back to the this this school is or the this book. The, these stories are not about learning magic in school. Right. It's about something that's much more that we're about to explore. Right. Yeah. It is. It's secondary. It's secondary. I'm even thinking ahead, and it's like the classes are a medium for interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. And then the magic, you know, plays into it a little bit, but yeah, a little bit, a little bit mm-hmm. here, here and there. It's it's central, but yeah, Harry, man, being eleven, <laughs> being in school, it's crazy. Poor Harry. Yeah. My favorite quote was, "And then once you had managed to find them, there were the classes themselves." <laughs> I just, yeah, I always loved that. Like having the castle be a character, it just just so great i love that type of stuff in writing where you get like to have a personality winston just sighed mm-hmm. super loud he's he sad. also feels that way yeah he, <laughs> he's a character in a story that's for sure his own yep but i just yeah the idea of like that's just describing the staircases i was marveling again at her writing and how she does so much in so little time mm-hmm. like there's a one paragraph in there where she like talks about it it's i think it's right before this quote and it's Harry, like, navigating the castle. Yep. And she describes, like, three different unique stairwells and yep. how many there are and where they move. And you need to tickle the portrait. And it's just permission, like, Or sometimes the ghosts, like, so come crazy. through while you're trying to open a door <laughs> yeah. and all this. It's just it's super funny. Yeah. Well, the, the, the doors that are just pretending, they're just walls that are pretending to be doors. Yeah. yeah it's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I would love to be at Hogwarts. I get that about the fandom. Mm-hmm. Hogwarts is just like it's just so it's just so fascinating to imagine a space like that. Our schools are I mean my school was an open school so that was kind of unique where like there weren't walls on the classrooms. But even so it's like it's a pretty sterile environment. I mean there weren't walls on the classrooms. I told you about this did I tell you? Yeah, but I don't I can't picture and their viewers don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. There weren't hallways and doors and classrooms. It was just open. It's an open floor plan. And then things like lockers or, I mean, there were some doors, but things like lockers or like half walls or something might be separating it. But if I was sitting in class and you walk, were walking in the hallway to go to the bathroom, I could just see you mm-hmm. and like wave to you and you could like speak into the classroom, no problem. 
Yeah, it was an interesting yeah, okay. setting. But as it is, I mean, you only go through I high school once. I thought you were going to say, because like, my high school was like a giant building, but like very, I don't know, cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I thought you were going to say, is that no, it's no. just like... But it was still pretty sterile. Yeah. I mean, I it's, okay. it's not like there were any mysteries, you know. Yeah. Just was a kind of an interesting setup. Mm-hmm. But no magic. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're cruising along and... Now yeah. we've started school. And... I would love to have this chapter. I mean, it wouldn't be called the Potions Master, probably, but this chapter through like the lens of Hermione. Like, <laughs> what was Hermione thinking? Yeah, yeah. No, just like going through like your first day. What was it like? It would and, be like, so how totally would she different. Tell she would that like, story History of Magic was like, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Or Ron. Uh, I can't believe we have a ghost teaching us. What a. What a like luxury we can ask him about things that he experienced. And, you know, I don't know. Yep. Yeah, Ron would just be like, I wonder if anyone likes me. <laughs> <laughs> can I come with you to see Hagrid? Oh. Ron is like, I'll give you all the insight. He he like has all the gossip. He like knows everything about like what people think and will tell because well, we don't really see Harry hang out with Hermione at this point. Like no. so yeah. we don't really get that dynamic just yet, but yeah. he, Ron is like basically filling in the little tiny gaps. We're like, oh yeah, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably relishes in that though. Mm-hmm. Like it's like Harry's like a younger brother to him in some ways, mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, I, I know things about Hogwarts, but even though he doesn't actually know that much because Fred and George have just lied to him his whole life. Oh, poor Ron. He's like, let me tell you what I know, and then he finds out he's like, oh, they lied to me. Gosh. Well, all right. all right then. Sounds good. Until next time. Until next time. Juan's, Juan's ready. ready.